Welcome to De-Stress with Deborah. And I can see that Lori is in the house. Uh, so we're glad you're here. You look pretty. Yeah, you Thank got you. You got good light on your uh your, you look like the sunshine. It I think is, I, how sunshine. do you do that? I want to look like that. <laughs> it, it is sunshine. Uh, I actually closed the shade to diffuse some of that. It's a beautiful day where I'm at here in uh, the mountains of North Carolina. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so I let us uh, introduce our guest today. This is De-Stress with Deborah. We're talking about ways for pursuing better living, regardless of what age you are. And I'm a baby boomer, and Lori, you look like you're half my age, so this will be interesting. Lori- I'm probably not. Wow, she's, we want to know her secrets then, don't we? She is a transformational teacher, mindful hoop dance yoga instructor. And that interests me personally because that's what I'm trying to get into. And she is or was owner of Metamorphosis Life Skills and Movement Arts, which also interests me. And she mentioned from Burnsville, North Carolina, she has a site on YouTube called glitter hoops and let me spell that because i messed that up also earlier glitter like sparkly bling bling h-o-o-p-z glitter hoops on youtube and you will see this fiery chick doing a fire dance so we want to hear all about Lori. welcome Lori. thank you thank you for having me deborah this is really uh fun and an honor to participate uh in this manner with you and share about my hoop journey what uh hooping has done for me and how i've turned it into a career in uh teaching with uh, all ages so i currently work with preschool age but i have been uh working with uh senior citizens people with uh disabilities autism spectrum disorder you name it i'm really flexible and adaptable and it, i'm an advocate for uh sharing fitness wellness that is accessible because i think that is super important that we all need opportunity to move our bodies in ways that feel good, help us to relieve stress and to, you know, calm our nervous system because we live in a very fast moving society that tends to um, create a lot of trauma and where we hang on to that is in our bodies. So if we can move in ways that feel good, we can release trauma, we can heal ourselves. And the one way that I have found the most healing is with a hula hoop. And this one's a little tattered and uh, banged up, but it's because it's been loved and used so, so much over the years. Um, I found hula hooping, let's see, gosh, it's been like 12 years now. <laughs> and wow. that was when I was 30. So if that gives you an idea of how old I am. Wow, you were still a youngin'. <laughs> I think I'm generation X or something like that. I don't I don't particularly align with all that. I think the Oregon Trail generation is where I'm at. I was <laughs> that first generation on computers. Um, uh, so I enjoy exploring all these different formats uh, for sharing. And it, you know, hula hooping for me really it came to me in person through watching another person do uh, the, the movements and being inspired by that. But then I also came to it through uh, online groups and uh, websites. Uh, I found uh, a group on Facebook called Unity of the Hula Hoopers. I guess that was 2013 maybe, <laughs> it was a long time ago. And I just started to get really active in the hooping community and get inspired. And I started my own business. I started performing something that I had never done. Um, I had never made, you know, created a, a business. I, I just started doing all kinds of new things on a path of just uh, self healing, trying to make myself feel better, feel better in my body. 
um, connect with myself in, in different ways. And it was challenging. Hula hooping did not come easy to me. I was a lifelong dancer, cheerleader, um, and I struggled for probably a year. <laughs> wow. Wow. And uh, that was a huge thing, you know, like, I don't know if there was any other time in my life where a challenge like that presented itself to me and I didn't give up. That is the key, isn't it? Not giving mm -hmm. up. Yes. So every time the hoop falls, there's a lesson there. You just got to pick it up and you got to try again. And there's benefits just to picking up a hula hoop. I mean, literally the action of bending down and picking up a hula hoop is, you know, like a standing crunch or a forward fold. They stretch your lower back and your hamstrings. Just the simple act of picking the hula hoop up. <laughs> if beyond uh, spinning it, if that's all you do, then you still got some benefit from doing that motion. And then when you talk about uh, hooping on the waist, that can be really challenging for people. Uh, not a lot of people are really connected in their bodies in a way that um, hula hooping as an adult makes sense. It can be really difficult as an adult because you maybe have an I can't in your head. I can't do this. I haven't been able to do this since I was a child. I won't be able to do this. Just all the excuses we tell ourselves we can't do something. I spent a year, you know, just picking the hoop up, playing with it a little bit, exploring it. And then I started to connect with myself a little bit more. And then I started to actually look outward too for resources, for assistance, other ways that I could find my path with this hooping. Um, hula hooping wasn't super popular, like it's had this big reemergence since then. And um, so finding an online group and finding um, the webpage hooping.org was a big launching pad for me. And then I met Jocelyn Gordon. Oh yes, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I was living in uh, the DC area and she was teaching a free hoop jam on Saturday mornings in a park walking distance to my apartment. So I started going to those, I was terrible. Um, I could not keep it up. She had like a 94 year old woman there who was like a pro, like doing all these things. I was like a 30 year old overweight, unhealthy, unhappy woman. And I was like, um, that lady up there along, along with Jocelyn, who is, is, uh, striking on her own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just, I was a little intimidated and yeah. I, but it didn't, it didn't make me want to give up. It really did inspire me because I'm like, if they can do it, there's gotta be a way for me to figure this out and be able to do it. So yeah. Jocelyn's teaching really, really helped me. Um, she, with limited, you know, uh, access to her, I, you know, I gained so much. And then I, I think I joined her email list. And then when she shared the, the Hoop Yogini download that the information that she got and became the Hoop Yogini program, I jumped on board immediately because I knew that she was a woman that I wanted to work with, that she had inspired me in the past. And uh, I, I went all in for Hoop Yogini. And I am now a master trainer for that program. Um, it's been seven, eight years now. <laughs> wow, that's great. Hoop Yogini. And it's something that is really, really um, important to what I teach on an everyday basis, working with preschoolers, um, the mindfulness aspect. Um, but then the, the entire wellness portion of the Hoop Yogini practice, the yoga practice, the awareness, um, the breathing, all these skills that are built into this uh, school of, of training with a hula hoop as a, a yoga tool. 
um, has allowed me to go off in all these different directions and share hooping in so many different ways. But it's because of Hoop Yogini and all the information that I got from that program. And that's led me to teaching at um, festivals and events all over the country, some with Jocelyn and some without, but definitely with her guidance all along the way. <laughs> and then um, as I continued to um, develop my own brand and my own business, which transformed itself into metamorphosis, life skills and movement arts, I also got certified in hula fit which is um, Abby Lee's program, who I've also known for a very long time when I got into hooping. She was one of the first people that I connected with. Um, and I was so impressed by her program and the way she has that set up that that also has nicely been infused into all of my teaching as well. And uh, that the component of fitness into hooping you know i can offer hooping at in multiple different arenas suited to the audience whatever their particular need is there is something that you can do with a hula hoop so um, i just want to give you a quick demonstration of some of the things that i teach on a regular basis and how i try to make it accessible if that feels right for you <laughs> yes absolutely this is great and uh, let's just tell the people that are listening that we are listening to Lori Jacobson and she's talking about the health benefits and much, much more with hula hooping. And uh, she started it a lot younger than I did. I started when I was 65 and I started, I started eight months ago and now I'm doing this. And I know what you mean about the struggle because I was struggling in Abby Lee's course, uh, Hula Fit, which mm -hmm. I am also certified in and uh, thought several times about giving up during her class, not because of her, but because I thought when I picked up the hula hoop, it was going to be like it was when I was a teenager. And it kept dropping to the ground and dropping to the ground and it seemed like everybody else was hooping that was younger, of course. And I'm just bending over. Like you said, it's a great benefit, but it gets old real fast. Just always picking up the hoop and probably wasn't until about the fifth month that I was able to actually keep the hoop revolving around my waist. My biggest problem was breathlessness. I, I'm being so out of shape not being a fan of cardio even though my doctor says look you're a senior citizen you need to be doing some kind of cardio and i know that hula hoop is low impact cardio but i couldn't i was gasping for breath after two minutes of doing it for the first five months and you know almost listened to the voice in my head that said you know who are you kidding you can't do this you're too old you're out of shape you're too fat your hat, you know, all those negative things, like you mm -hmm. said earlier, I can't. So it's important when you're learning, no matter what your age, I'm hearing, because you're much younger than me, no matter what age you are, you need to find people that will encourage you. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned Jocelyn uh, Gordon of Hoop Yogini. So before you do your demo, is that how you learned uh, yoga through her or had you already been certified in yoga? I was not certified as a yoga instructor until I took her course um, because you get both a hoop dance certification and a Hatha yoga certification as part of the program. And because I, I have worked towards being a master trainer and I have gone to a lot of different um, training events with Jocelyn or encouraged by Jocelyn. <laughs> She's the best. Um, I, I've got about 500 hours as a uh, yoga teacher now. So. Wow. So do you have uh, videos uh, online where people could see what hula hoop yoga looks like? Oh, yeah. So you can definitely check out hoopyogini underscore worldwide on Instagram. That's going to highlight all of the hoopyoginis along with Jocelyn Gordon. Um, 
it throughout the program and around the world um, because it is an international program and it, it's super powerful. On my Instagram at Glitter Hoops, that's G-L-I-T-T-E-R-H-O-O-P-Z. <laughs> um, I've got all kinds of hooping videos. Mine mostly are flow, but there's always an element of um, hoop yogini in anything I do. Um, I, obviously, I do a lot of tricks. Those aren't particularly like hoop yogini. Those would be more in line with hula fit and like the, the skill building aspect of that program. Whereas hoop yogini is more about the flow and the connection, the feeling in your body and the movement, moving from your center. That's like the main goal <laughs> is moving from your center. And um, the easiest way for me to kind of to share that uh, is to show you. And there's lots of videos online, but I would love to just give you a, a, a brief little snippet of hoop yogini and how it can flow into hoop dance. And it doesn't require hooping around your middle. All right, so with hoop yogini, the purpose is to find your center and connect into your personal universe. The hoop is like a container, uh, but if you don't have a hoop, then you can just take your fingers and draw a line around your body, creating that invisible circle, and then feeling down into your feet. And if you're sitting in a chair, you can still press down through your feet or into whatever is the earth, the floor below you. And then soften through your ankles and knees, just a little bend. And then you're gonna engage your core. So if you're seated, you might wanna kind of wiggle down so you can feel those sits bones. And then engage your core by pulling the belly button in towards your spine. A big breath in and out. Now on your next breath, bring your shoulders up to your ears. Inhale up, push the shoulders back, and exhale down. Lift your chin parallel to the earth, top of the head reaching for the sky. This is centered pose. Take a moment, maybe close your eyes or soften your gaze and just notice how you're feeling in this moment. Bringing in present moment awareness. And then from here, I want you to just kind of wiggle and wobble, bending your knees, wiggling your hips, rolling your shoulders, maybe letting your head roll around, but still keeping the feet connected down to the earth. So you're already starting to feel a little hoop dance coming on, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just the wiggles and the wobbles, like as a beginner, a novice hula hooper, this can be a really nice place to hang out because you're moving your entire body, right? You can let your head roll around, shoulders. You can even get your hands and your arms into it, pulling it up and down. And then maybe connecting with your breath, breathe in and lift your hoop up. And then exhale, bring the hoop down. Coming back to your center and then just start to wiggle and wobble again. And just notice any difference from just doing that one breathing lift. Now pause, inhale, lift up. Now this time, exhale over to one side. Yeah, let it go. Inhale up. And exhale to the other side. Ooh, yeah, that feels good, doesn't well, it? It feels great. Inhale up to the sky, and then exhale, gently coming back down to your center, bringing your arms down by your sides. Let the breath go. So those are three postures in the Spinal Awakening Series. Centered pose, breathing lifts, just lifting the hoop up, and then bringing it back down. And then side arches, inhaling up, exhaling over and all of these three movements you can turn into a dance 
on your own in any order, but using that wiggling, wobbling movement, that can be the basis for any of any hoop dance. You could be three, you could be 93, and this is something you could do even sit, seated in a chair on the ground, just rolling the hoop around your body and kind of moving to either your breath, the sounds of the trees and the wind, or your favorite tunes. And you can add to it. So maybe you want to start to turn in a circle. You can do a breathing lift, lifting up and exhaling down. Back to those wiggles and those wobbles. And side arches are like making rainbows over your head. You can kick out a leg, really stretch it out. And then you can just make your way back to your center at any time. Maybe you wanna go down low. Maybe you wanna bring it up high, swirl it around. There's no rules, there's no wrong way to hoop dance, okay? I think that's sometimes the, the thought is that hula hooping is only hooping on your waist, right? Right. But there's so much more to it. There's an exploration from top to bottom, from your head down to your toes. You can hoop while laying down on your legs up in the air. You can hoop on your hands and on your arm. And you can also create really cool poses using hoops that you would like in yoga. So um, if you explore Hoop Yogini further, we also go into more structured, uh, more familiar yoga postures, like the dancer. So for the dancer, you would normally bring your foot back and kick it out. But with the help of a hoop, you can do it and it just, you can create new spaces and support for yourself. Whoa, that's balance. That's balancing. <laughs> yes. But you can also use the hoop for balance. So let's say you're doing um, triangle pose. You can use that hoop to steady you while you stretch and lean into the posture. Very cool. So there's more applications to using the hoop than just as a spinning waist cardio exercise. Yes. Or a, a fun toy. It has so many different applications. Um, one of my favorites is just, you know, holding the hoop here and doing like a bus driver. Oh. Yeah. And then you can move it all the way around. And then, and then you start to be, notice that these turn into what are commonly known as like a contact wobble or a schmear in the modern hoop lingo. <laughs> but it's just about exploration. So like when I'm working with little kids or even adults, you know, here could be a really great place to start. Because from here you can, you know, drive the bus, you can get like an introduction to isolations. You uh -huh. can do jump letting the hoop fall forward and then jump or step through. You can do nice stretches using the hoop like I did with the dancer pose. Okay. It doesn't have to come up so high. You can also use it for balance or opening up the body in different postures and different ways. And then you can make it your dance partner. You know, like I'm just going to Use this as a mirror for my movement and play. If there's just endless possibilities, infinite ways that you can use this hoop to benefit you in numerous ways. Really, I can't, I can't think of a way that the hoop has made things more difficult for me. It feels like the more I hoop, the calmer I am, the less stressed I am, uh, things just start to manifest for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's maybe because I'm in a, a meditative state sometimes where I'm uh, letting my, my truth kind of shine through, but it, inside the hoop space in this container, it really feels like so much is possible. And even the things that we might've thought were impossible eight months ago, 
10 <laughs> years ago, you know, whatever they, I, for some reason in here, the magic just starts to churn, you know, like, I don't know anybody that if they had, if they spent any significant time hula hooping, whether as a child, but more recently as a young adult or even a senior adult that they, they, there's something everyone gets from that time inside the circle. Everyone, whether it's a smile, whether it's maybe a bead of sweat, maybe they learn something new. Uh, maybe they um, got to reconnect with something that they forgot about from their childhood. Mm -hmm. There's so much space in here. Like you can fill this up with anything you want mm -hmm. that you can just start to create all these things that maybe you thought were not possible at another time in your life. Ah, very good. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to demonstrate while you're standing? Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, as far as hoop dance goes, I love a lot of good tricks. So the one thing that I learned from my hula fit certification is that drilling is really important. Um, a lot of times when you're seeing a cool trick done by somebody, you don't have to practice that for anywhere from three to six weeks, maybe even longer, depending on the, um, the level of the skill. But one of my favorite tricky tricks to do is an escalator. And I play with these all the time. And they're really fun to drill because I always find something new, like a new in or out um, or a transition, the more I play with it. So I just want to encourage everyone, if you see someone doing something cool <laughs> and you want to learn it, the only way to do it is to try and you have to practice. Okay. Let me just interject here. Uh, yeah. We've got a comment box here, Intuitive Guy. He, uh, she, I don't know if it's uh, him or her for the picture, but I asked them if they could hula hoop and they said no, but I have, I have them. I think I'll have to check in the garage. So yeah. uh, it, it, could somebody use a hula hoop that's in the garage? Does it matter if it's from Walmart or what do you think about that for a beginner adults? Sure, this is a great, great question. If the hula hoops that you have in your garage are small, child-sized film flimsy plastic, they are going to be much harder for you to spin on the body. Um, you might be able to spin them on your neck, your hands, your arms successfully, and that's great. Um, you can definitely use them for those skills, but the small hoops are gonna make it so much more difficult, especially for an adult, to learn to hula hoop. Um, this hoop that I'm using right here is a 36 inch. This is a PE tubing. It's that black irrigation tubing underneath it. And this is wrapped in fabric, which is why it's so banged up. It's been used for, I think, eight or nine years. <laughs> but it, it's, it's serving me and its purpose. It has a little bit of weight to it. I do not uh, I'm not a fan of a weighted hoop per se. Anything over two pounds could potentially cause bruising that could be problematic for some people. Um, so a, a nice one to two pound hoop is going to do you well, especially if you're learning to waist hoop. Um, the bigger the hoop, the better. It doesn't matter if you're a kid either. You know, like I, I've got kids that'll come up to me and this hoop is too big. I'm like, have you tried to spin it yet? <laughs> right, right. Now, let me let me ask you, uh, there's two schools of thought as far as beginner adults getting a hoop. Uh, my hoop is 42 inches. I bought it from Abby Lee. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's, I never imagined you could get a hula hoop mailed to your doorstep. And that's like so ultimately cool. But I took a tape measure and touched the ground standing and raised the other end of the tape measure right above my navel. So what yep. I've, I've seen somebody on Facebook who's also a teacher say that it doesn't depend on your height. It should de depend on the diameter of your waist. And what she says, yeah. is you should measure your waist loosely and then multiply that number by 1.3 for a beginner. So what's your thoughts on that? I think they are both applicable 
because um, obviously the 36 inch hoop, that's the measurement that I went with. This is right to my belly button. That This is how I got my first hoop. It, it was a little small for me at first. I honestly, uh, if, if they are an adult, um, uh, I generally am going to recommend a 40 or a 38 to a 42 inch hoop um, because I think that's probably going to work the best. But if you are heavier, you're going to need a bigger hoop. Right, um, exactly. You know, it, it, there, there's so many factors with our adult bodies. I mean, even with some kids, you know, it's it, it's not, we're, we're all different. We're all different shapes and sizes and we all have different needs. So I think both of those applications are fair. Um, I do think that your middle is a good measurement just to be aware of, um, especially if you're starting a hoop journey because... <laughs> You might notice that if you're really hooping on your core, things should start to shrink down. <laughs> yes, so it's good to take your uh, measurements before you start hooping as an adult mm -hmm. because yeah. if you do it on a regular basis, you will lose inches. Yeah, and that's why people downsize their hoops is because yes. the big, big hoop becomes too big, you know? And yes. I still love a giant hoop. I performed yesterday at an event and I bring out my super hoop. It's like an 80 inch hoop and Whoa. it's all floppy and wobbly and heavy, but it just goes so slow and it moves around the body in such a cool way. It's kind of a sensory thing. And yeah. I like to give opportunities to try all different sizes of hoops. So I normally have like a 45 inch hoop. I have my super hoop. Um, I've got everything 38 down to like a 24 inch hoop for the little kids. So or for someone who just wants to play with it in their hands. Sometimes that's that's where people are at and I want to be able to meet them there. So right. I have, as a teacher, I have a very large collection and a, a range of sizes. But if you're a beginner looking to get a hoop, bigger is better. You want a heavier tubing. You don't necessarily want polypro, which you might hear um, if you're shopping for hula hoops. You want a, a beginner PE hoop. Um, some of the uh, the hoop shops have what they call like a beginner package where you'll get like three hoops or a hoop that will get smaller, like it'll grow with you or shrink with you, whatever you need it to do. Um, so there are there are options, but I think a nice big hoop, you know, obviously I, I, I never stopped using this hoop. This is my sweet spot in the 36 inch range and I go to this hoop all the time. Plus, when it's fabric covered, I can use it inside and it doesn't make as big a clackety clack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does it still scratch the walls and the ceilings like mine does? Uh, not as bad with the fabric. Yeah, that I mean, you might get some kind of marking, but the, the floors aren't nearly as, as dinged. But yeah, my old house had um, just a rainbow of marks on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. So let me ask you a question here. Like seniors, I, I teach seniors on Zoom and I've experienced a reluctance for them to try it because they're, uh, they, first of all, the mindset is I can't do that or yeah. um, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself. So the thing is, like you mentioned, if you just hold on to your hoop and do the bus driver or whatever, as a senior citizen group, they're welcome to come even if they just sit down the whole time and that's all they do is hold their hoop. How do you overcome that when you're teaching a new move without discouraging the ones that can't? Like, for example, I don't know the escalator yet. Could you demonstrate how you would teach that to a bunch of seniors so they could all do something? Okay, so the escalator, first I'll show it to you. I'll show you the reverse of the down escalator. So it's folding its way down my body. And then it can also come back up. <laughs> There's that chair. <laughs> this is a big hoop. So I can creep it up as well. Um, so I will, let's see. For a, a, a senior group that was looking to learn this, or any group, looking to learn this move. I'm going to start with my feet shoulder distance apart and have the hoop raised up. And then I'm going to let the hoop fall and hook behind my neck. 
Okay. And then it starts to fold over the shoulder and then you just kind of let it come down and then I'm going to catch it with the same hand that I released it from. So it's here, hooks on the neck, I let go, it falls and I catch it. But if you want to take it back a little further, you don't even have to let it go. Here, it touches the back, it comes down, you can grab it and pull it all the way just on and off, behind and down. So there's, you can show it in multiple different ways and then they can decide what's best for them. I, I just encourage people to practice and to play. There's no wrong or right way to do these things, but learning from up to down, gravity is helping with the movement. Right, <laughs> so right. Going up, you're gonna have to really push. You have to push that hip in. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough room to do it right now. Intuitive DI uh, said, excellent job. It's 3.30 here in Australia. Great job. <laughs> How cool is that? And this uh, same person, Intuitive DI said, this is great for people with anxiety being in the moment. Yes, it's super important. Um, I, I feel like most of my teaching is, is trauma-informed. Um, I've worked with a lot of different groups, sexual trauma services. Um, I've worked with a lot of autism spectrum disorder, um, recreational therapeutic type uh, activities for young people. And then I also do a lot of one-on-one -on -one stuff. But the, the main thing that people get from hula hooping is peace and joy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really... Um, it opens people up to a lot of different opportunities, things that they may not have thought were possible for them. And it, I think that's super common to our nervous system. We all have dreams and hopes and wishes. And for whatever reason, when you're hula hooping, if you just spend a little time connecting to those prayers, wishes, and dreams, you start to see them manifest into your reality. Um, I don't know if it's the energy, the centrifugal forces of hula hooping, um, the intention, but obviously there's something to it. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I do think there, there's a bit of a fountain of youth mm -hmm. in it, that if you spin enough, you're gonna wind time in, uh, in reverse. <laughs> yes, I agree. And maybe that's because you're also releasing go of trauma, the things that you've been holding on to, the things that aren't serving you. And then as you're spinning, you know, you can just kind of imagine them just kind of flinging and floating away from you, or even like a sponge, you know, you're getting a little ringed out. And then you can also imagine, you know, this energy, you're creating all this energy and it's just rippling out from you. So if you put this good, good out into the universe, what's going to come back? More good, good. Oh, yes. Goodness, light and love. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let me ask you, Laura, and you're listening to Laurie Jacobson, and she's a phenomenal transformational teacher, a master teacher with Hoop Yogini. And um, we have another comment here. It says, you should connect with Lucia. She discusses mental health here on HAPS, and this is excellent way to really stay grounded and help people meditate without knowing it. Yes, so, it, it's yeah. a movement meditation. These people yes, are movement so meditation. Great. <laughs> they are so, getting it. <laughs> tell, us, uh, tell us you uh, mentioned meditative arts or movement arts. What, is, what kind of words do you use when you're in practice hooping with meditation um it's if we're just trying to bring mindfulness in bringing the present moment awareness recognizing where you are at in that moment i like to reflect on where you start and where you end and then maybe even like find some places in the middle where you come back and reconnect into yourself and notice what it, you're feeling um, you can also think about, you know, 
what you're feeling in your body and you mm -hmm. can send energy to that. Like a lot of times when we feel nervous, we're going to have like that butterfly feeling in our stomach. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, our, our body, like, like even I just did that. I'm like nervous. Look at me. I, yeah. Do I look comfortable right now? The turtle. <laughs> oh, the turtle. Bunched up in here. And then if you start to acknowledge that, bringing that awareness and witnessing what's going on in your body, you can be like, okay, I don't feel so great right now. I'm a little nervous. I'm, but maybe I'm more excited. You know, you can start to just let that energy just kind of <sighs> go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and, and just bringing awareness to it, I think is the big thing. And then dating it, you know, then, then that's how we can heal it. That's how we can work through it and empower ourselves to just be better, to take that experience, that knowledge, and to apply it to the future, to um, ourselves, and then hopefully to others, if it's something that we find beneficial and helpful. I think that's just that continuing that rippling out effect that happens, especially when you have a container like the hoop. <laughs> very awesome. Very, yeah. very awesome. All right, so Lori, um, you, I think you mentioned to me before we went on the air that you're having some kind of future plans or things that you're thinking about with your business. Why don't you share that with us? Sure. Um, so I moved to North Carolina a few months ago, and I have been under the gloops as a performance name, as a business um, and I've been trying to kind of find glitter hoops with the metamorphosis life skills and movement arts. So I, I've been just kind of like feeling that out, this transition plate I'm in, and really just starting to bring everything under the umbrella of my of my name. Oh, <laughs> of okay. me. These are the things that I'm teaching, that I am Lori Jacobson. And I have this huge offering and, um, you know, I, I think I'm just in a period of growth and acceptance and also in, in confidence. Uh, for a long time, I didn't feel comfortable using my name that um, I needed it to be, I needed to be showy. I needed to have a, uh, be a personality, I, I, which worked. It, it worked for me for 10 years. I did great. I, you know, <laughs> I, it, it was it was good for then, but now it's just not resonating with me the same. But who knows? I, I, I performed for the first time yesterday. I'm looking forward to connecting with more people in my community that want to learn hooping and share hoopyogini. We have a lot of seniors up in this area and um, and a lot of artists too. So I think the combination of play and yoga together in Hupyogini and in like the hula fit fitness programs that I share, I think could be really beneficial to my community. And, um, you know, I think I probably would get a little bit better response if I sell myself as Lori Jacobson, mindful hoop dance and yoga instructor versus glitter hoops by Lori Jacobson Okay, what what exactly do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I think well, it you'll find the tribe just like I'm looking to find my tribe. I'm also a musician, and I wanted to ask you as a side note: Are you also an artist, a painter? I I don't paint. That's not my painting. Um, I I do consider myself an artist. Um, I have worked in a bunch of different modalities, but I'm a dancer, so that's my main art form. But like, uh, I'm also a preschool teacher, so I'm definitely going to be teaching art all summer, <laughs> as well as hula hooping and just fun mindfulness activities and dance classes all summer. <laughs> wow, this is cool. Okay, so that must mean you've had your COVID shots. I am vaccinated. I um, felt uh, that a couple months ago it was the right time for me and my husband just when everything really started to open up and I mean I still wear a mask everywhere I go just as a personal habit now but and I still have to wear it for work but yeah I I, I feel much more comfortable going out in public now than I did before yeah I'm still um reluctant to get the shots and uh my medical doctors told me I'm not ready yet because I'm recovering from diverticulitis. 
It's like, oh, it's yeah. always something, but I'm looking forward to getting the shots because I don't want to stay home and be a hermit forever. Um, but anyway, so we're listening to Lori Jacobson and mindful hoop dance yoga preschool teacher, and she is in Burnsville, North Carolina. So how can people get in touch with you if they would like to join one of your classes? Awesome. Um, the best way to get in touch with me nowadays is probably through my email, glitterhoops with a Z at the end at Gmail and on Facebook at Lori Jacobson, Glitter Hoops by Lori, Metamorphosis Life Skills, but probably just my main account. You're going to access me that way easiest. Drop me a message. Um, Instagram at Glitter Hoops with a Z. Um, I'm not the best at uh, keeping up with all the different social media things. <laughs> um, I'm trying just to streamline for myself um, yes. as I move forward with this. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely am looking forward to setting up some uh, classes, some maybe some hoop jams, flow jams. Um, I am doing a trial run of a flow event here locally at the end of July. Um, it's a private event, but I'm kind of, it's my beta testing <laughs> to see if I can do more things like this. And um, I just found out that there is a drum circle uh, nearby on Friday nights that I'm definitely gonna go check out and bring all the hoops to. <laughs> Yay, that sounds great. So do you make your own hoops? I do, I make my own hoops. But I also am sponsored by a wonderful lady, Sh uh, Shannon Seely. Uh, her company is called Dance Hoops, and uh, she's based in California. She is the mom, or soon to be mom, of five children. Wow. <laughs> she's just a really, really cool lady, and um, she's been a huge uh, advocate for me for many years. So if you're interested in getting a, a beginner hoop or maybe a more specialized dance hoop, uh, she makes beautiful hula hoops. I wish I had one here I could show you. She's got great work though. Um, and uh, my coupon code is glitter, just G-L-I-T-T-E-R. And it saves you, I think 10% right now on your purchase. Okay, so what's the difference between a dance hoop and a fitness hoop? So a fitness hoop is going to weigh more. A fitness hoop is more likely to be made out of PE tubing, which is that black irrigation tubing, or HDPE, which is also available at uh, your local hardware stores, um, but it's just a, a little bit lighter weight, um, different plastic. But a dance hoop is going to be more likely the polypro or an HDPE hoop, depending on the size and your preference. Um, a really bouncy dance hoop is maybe for someone who does lots of bouncy transitions, breaks, stuff like that. Um, me personally, I like a three quarter inch polypro, 34 inch, 35 inch. I like a, a sectional hoop because that adds a little weight to them. But those are my like performance or dance hoops, the ones that I get really crazy and go all and do all the crazy tricks with. But then I've got my heavier hoops, which are more for fitness. Um, they're better for beginners and they, they just have a little bit more heft to them, which is great when you're beginning because it helps you to like connect with the hoop. You got to feel that thing moving yeah. to, to get it grooving. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And uh, as a beginner, senior citizen, I know that I started out with a larger hoop, 42 inches, um, because I had tried in the beginning the Walmart hoop and that fell to the ground. Now, because I wanted to keep working on cardio, I decided after six months to buy a hoop that's two inches in diameter, smaller at the same weight, HDPE, and I can't keep it up yet. It goes right to the ground, just two inch difference. So for all of you out there that are struggling, you know, the, the right size hoop is absolutely essential when you're beginning as an adult. And um, like uh, we talked about earlier, it, it's there's two schools of thought trying to get the right hoop. But um, 
anybody, perhaps this person that you mentioned, dance hoops, they could yeah. guide somebody that wants to get the right hoop as a beginner? Definitely. Yeah. She will ask the questions. If you send her a message, uh, she will ask those perfect questions for you. She's super responsive, great lady. And she's really passionate about this. She's been doing uh, her hoop business probably almost as long as I've been hooping. So she's been at this a long time. She knows what she's doing and uh, I trust her. Plus she's just an awesome hula hooper herself, you know? <laughs> she's spreading the hoop love wherever she goes. That's great. Okay, so you've been listening to Laurie Jacobson. And again, if you want to get in touch with her, I encourage you to do it by Gmail. Her Gmail address is glitterhoops. That's H-O-O-P-Z at gmail.com. And did you want to say any closing words, Laurie? I would just encourage everyone to not give up that whatever, wherever you're at is perfectly okay. But if you're trying hula hooping, the important thing is to stick with it. Um, it is really just a practice. It's a practice. You just got to keep practicing. <laughs> and uh, new things will be unlocked the more you do it. That's There's so much magic. So don't give up. Keep going. That's right. Enjoy. Enjoy the process because it's really, it's a lot of fun. You learn a lot about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so thank you so much, Lori. You've been a breath of fresh air. You're such a pretty young lady. You've got a nice, sunshiny face. And uh, I want to thank you for listening to De-Stress with Deborah. And if I can put a shameless plug in for my music at the end of this broadcast, I have written my first hula hoop song called Let's Hoop by Deborah Cohen. And I hope you'll use it, Lori, when you're teaching your classes I'd love to. and I'm working on a song called bunny girl, which is another hula hoop move. And that should be coming out the end of July. So artists need you to follow them, uh, to write good reviews, to share what they're doing and spreading the love around. So won't you do that for both of us? And I uh, want to thank you again for coming on the broadcast. I hope this is a good opportunity for you, Lori to start doing your own shows right here on HAPS TV. Who knows? I, this has been great. I, I've learned a lot and it's been wonderful connecting with you, Deborah. I'm super excited about those songs. I can't wait to hear them, listen to them, boop to them and share them. Yeah. That's what we're here for. So thank you for uh, just, uh, you know, putting this out into the universe. And I saw it and I'm so glad that I said yes. And yeah. uh, Hopefully we can, you know, flip flop and you can share your song and we can, we can hula hoop together and make more magic happen. <laughs> I would love that. All right, Laurie. So I will send this to you in the next few days after I have edited it and uh, hope that we'll keep in touch. So God bless yes. you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Laurie. Bye. Bye. Pick up your hoop.